Curious Couple, episode 48. You're tuned into The Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your host, TNA. Get ready to have your curiosity peaked while exploring what it's like to live out fantasies with this fun, fit, and sexy duo. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are back from Nadia, New Orleans, and uh, ready to talk to you guys about it. Good morning. Good morning. So normally we do this at night in bed, and uh, instead we've got an empty house. So we're uh, actually set up at the dining room table to uh, do this like, yeah, like real professionals. Hmm. I wouldn't go that far. So we've been home from Nadia in New Orleans for two weeks, Mm -hmm. and uh, we keep saying we're not going to do this, where we're not going to wait too long before (laughs) podcasting yet. We do it, and then it's... I have excuses if you'd like to hear them. (laughs) Well, let's hear them. I wasn't feeling well, for one. Oh, I came home sick, so that cost us a few days. Yeah, and then there's always catch-up when we are on vacation and gone for days off. Blah, blah, blah. So anyways, before we get into it, uh, a few things. Uh, If you guys haven't done it already, go to our website, get on our uh, newsletter. We are putting on... we are doing the finishing touches on that, which will be fun to have a little bit more insider info on some of the things we're doing. Um, so go to our website, thecuriouscouple.com. And also, uh, after meeting other podcasters and hearing about some of the connections they made, um, we're going to put this out there. If there are any listeners out there who are graphic artists, web developers, marketers who are wanting to help out maybe or give us some input insight we would love to hear it um so if you want to connect with us if you would please email us sounds like uh some why are you giving me that blank stare i don't know i don't like sitting across from you it's weird she doesn't like looking at me normally we're laying next to each other it's just weird (laughs) anyway it's like a real conversation how weird yeah well i also have this weird thing where i don't like people to look at me when i'm talking on the phone is that weird? <laughs> we're not talking on the phone. We're I'm talking to saying, each other. But when I'm talking, I don't like people to look at me. And anyway, I don't. I don't see how it correlates. <laughs> okay. Anyways, on to our uh, our time in New Orleans. So we were there. Uh, so this event, Naughty in New Orleans, uh, didn't, wasn't it like 15 years it had been running or something crazy oh gosh, like I that? Think like 18. Um, and so this was our first time doing it. Uh, we were invited last year to take part in this podcasters, um, kind of meeting. And unfortunately we didn't do it. We heard it was a good time. Um, in fact, I think the Joneses, uh, were the ones who were saying, oh, you should really do it. And, uh, so this year we made it happen, which I think the majority of the reasoning we were doing it was for the podcasting purposes of meeting the other podcasters and and so uh so yeah so any that was my my motivation i just wanted to meet everybody i think we've talked about that quite a bit yeah well we've been on a run of of serious trips lately with vegas getting married doing uh the hotel takeover there then the next month going and to uh, desire for our honeymoon so we were not lacking in uh, lifestyle vacations yeah, so in fact, we almost canceled this one yeah yeah this one uh if a would have been uh, further along in in the uh former pregnancy then we probably would have mm-hmm. but uh we decided to forge ahead and and uh i think it be, because of all the trips we've been on it probably changed our motivation and and a little bit of our experience on this trip wouldn't you agree yeah maybe yeah um so this uh, this event was eighteen hundred people plus. Mm-hmm. It uh, took place in a hotel Crown Plaza at the corner of Canal and Bourbon Street, which was a great location for being in the middle of everything and uh, all walks of life there. As far as the clientele, you know, just kind of a accurate representation of the general population. I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I didn't. I don't know what I was expecting, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't think I had expectations, but after going to like the plush party in Vegas, 
it wasn't that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I wasn't expecting that, but I was a little surprised that there wasn't more of a younger mm. crowd, let's just, say. It was just different. It was different. Yeah. But like you said, there was every, I mean, everybody was represented right. there. Well, and I think this wasn't, I mean, yes, it was about parties. Yes, it was about lifestyle, but it was also touted as being like a swinger convention. And so with that, there was a lot of workshops and seminars and educational things um, all day, every day, it seemed like. Uh, there was award ceremonies. Um, what am I leaving out? Um, Good talk. Uh, <laughs> pub crawls, uh, like yeah, meetings at different... Takeovers. Yeah, bar takeovers. So... Um, there was just a there was a lot going on, including their own parties uh, at the hotel in the ballrooms, which uh, we've been told that in years past it would just be one location that a party or a bar would would have going on, and it's grown so much there would be multiple locations. Which you know we were at a couple that were really overcrowded, mm-hmm. so it sounds like that was the right move. Um, Even the like nighttime dance party stuff going on at the hotel there was two or three different options so That's true. it wasn't there wasn't ever like everybody at one place they kind of dispersed a little bit to keep mm-hmm. the keep the crowds down i think yeah no it was good mm-hmm. it was uh you know it was a very large event and for the most part organized really yeah. well from what we could tell yeah um so we're going to get into you know we we talked about <clears throat> this as far as trying to figure out things chronologically and and i know sometimes we kind of get tripped up in the uh, remembering, but it also helps us remember some of the key points. So we're going to kind of stumble along our, our time there. But, uh, I mean, most notably we, we step off the plane and immediately we are coordinating how to get in touch with the Jones from, we got a thing podcast. Mm -hmm. And so we get to the hotel and actually ran into a couple of our friends in the hotel lobby Mm -hmm. from Dallas, from Dallas. And then uh, went to meet the Joneses. Right. Well, and I'm thinking this whole time, oh, we're just going to go say hi to them and then we'll be able to come back and like freshen up, change. Yeah. Because we're literally in our travel clothes, which I mean, whatever. It's not like I'm wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt, but still I would like to change before (laughs) before hanging out all day. And turns out we hit the road and never came back. (laughs) Actually, I think you were in yoga pants and a tank top yeah and so we go to what i think is just going to be a quick little oh hey hi nice to meet you and that turned into a whole day of events that's fine yeah yeah so i think we got we met them by like 3 30 or so yeah well they were doing that they had like a girls uncorked group that met and this was probably while we were traveling to the hotel so i missed that where the girls were separate from the guys kind of having like a little meet and greet and and from the sounds of it, it was pretty cool and like a little intimate setting. Well, then the guys came to where the girls were and it was this small space that suddenly got super crowded yeah. and that's what we walked into and it was a madhouse. Yeah, It was a teeny tiny bar with a ton of people and then there was an outside area and it's hot and we're in travel clothes. <laughs> and so I think that's where we met them or we met him. Mm-hmm. which was kind of funny because I kept thinking, well, if we could just hear them talk, we'll know who they are. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'd seen pictures of them, but gosh, I'd, it had been a long time. It had been a while ago, yeah. Yeah, and so I couldn't have probably even picked them out of a lineup, to be honest, but I was like, we'll know them when we see them. <laughs> yeah, but this place was so crowded. It yeah, was there was just no way. Yeah, so we thought, well, we'll go, to a, we'll go inside, we'll find a quiet place, and we'll text them. Mm-hmm. And that's when he saw us. Yeah, well, I I just texted him, oh, and okay. so he was on alert looking for us. Oh, so okay, I missed that. We ended up really quickly. We meet them when we decide let's get out of here and find a place where we. Well, can. we were gonna try to get a drink, and you guys were in line for like ten minutes, and yeah. you came back like, nope. Yeah, so we uh, ended up. So they were doing their own little meet and greet with their listeners at the House of Blues, mm-hmm. um, in an hour or so from that point. So we decided just to go there and sit down and and have a drink with them and. And, uh, I guess before their event, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, I don't know, we, we've had some interaction with them on Twitter and text messaging. In fact, we were four way texting before we actually went to new Orleans and, you know, just, we were really anticipating meeting them Mm -hmm. and, 
and it was like one of those things where you knew we were just going to hit it off before we even met yeah, him face like to we're face friends yeah. we've never met and that totally was the case they are so cool so um cool. we just wish they lived closer so we could interact with them more frequently yeah but um love them yeah so they basically were in and out of our uh experience the whole week um mm-hmm. whether we were going to their seminars or they had done a seminar um or just you know going out to dinner or uh just partying with them yeah it was kind of a cool environment where i mean you're there with 1800 people but somehow we keep running into the same people all weekend it was kind of fun right so like oh we could just walk down to the lobby and run into 10 couples that we know and there was not there was not a shortage of good conversation yeah well and was really cool for us was the chance to sit down with people like kind of peers to what we're doing which you know we don't we we talk to you guys on air about Mm -hmm. the stuff we have going on and but there are there aren't many people we can share our unique podcasters experience with, and here we're able to sit down with fellow podcasters. Um, and we've all like started to kind of connect in our own ways too, which has been fun. Like we've talked to, we've talked to pretty much all of them, like on Twitter or text messages or whatever. And so we've built this like circle of friends with people that we've never met. Right. So we spent about an hour, uh, having to drink with them and just laughing and sharing stories off air type stories. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where we had an hour and we probably could have spent the rest of the evening talking with them, but we had their meet and greet to go to. So we, uh, we finish up and we go to their meet and greet, which they had an amazing turnout. Turns out they had, I think, 75, 80 people, um, just listeners and fans of theirs. And, uh, you know, I think we were, uh, is that when, uh, the St. Louis couple Mm -hmm. showed up? Okay. So we were catching up with our friends, the St. Louis couple, which I guess let's, let's interject there. Our friends from St. Louis, we met in Vegas um, we reached out to about a month prior to this and said, Hey, we're doing naughty New Orleans. You guys should meet us there. Mm-hmm. And they responded with, Oh, we just moved into a new house. We don't have the time. <laughs> we're just super busy. And we went, Oh, okay. You guys should really come join us. And then they went, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was really that easy. Yeah, it, it was. And I think my reaction was what, seriously. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so they met us down there and we see them, uh, at the meet and greet. And as we're just kind of catching up with them, this place is filling up. Yeah. And before you know it, uh, the Joneses are on, on the stage, basically, you know, greeting everybody. Thanks for coming. And oh, by the way, thanks for the podcasters showing up and they mention us, which, oh, hey, thanks, you know. And here's the Aussie swingers and swinging down yeah, under. And we're, and we're like, like, what? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. They just snuck in here and yeah. didn't even introduce themselves well, or say hi. But I didn't yeah. know they were there. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't know yeah. us from anybody else. So. so that was fun. Yeah. So we got a chance to meet uh, some of our favorite podcasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Ellie. Alan Ellie from uh, the Aussie swingers and C&D from swinging down under. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we would have recognized them had we heard them, you mm-hmm. know, but, uh, so anyways, uh, rather than jump over the table and, Oh no, greet I pretty them, much did jump over the table. <laughs> I think we waited until the Joneses were done talking. And then I ran over to Ellie. I was yeah. like, Ellie. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so we, we chatted them up for a little bit mm-hmm. and, um, it was kind of overwhelming, I mean, for a minute, because I was like, oh, our friends just got here, and I felt like I wasn't, I didn't even get to say really much to them, and then all these other people started showing up, and, and it, there's the Joneses. Yeah, and, and the Joneses are there. It was like, oh my gosh, and and meanwhile, I'm like, I'm still in my yoga pants, y'all, like, <laughs> wearing yoga pants and tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah, we, we are not dressed to impress, <laughs> yeah, yet we're but, meeting all these people we, you know. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um, so we ended up leaving, and... Uh, we went out to eat with the St. Louis couple. Yeah. And had a chance to kind of reconnect with them and, and, uh, and the food. I won't talk the whole hour about the food, but oh my God, the food was amazing. Yeah. So this was A's first visit to New Orleans. Yeah. So I loved it. All yeah. of it. Yeah. We, uh, was that the first time we had gumbo? Yep. And I had gumbo everywhere that we went, pretty much for every meal except for breakfast. Um, 
and I had oysters just about every meal. Mm-hmm. Those it were was good. Amazing. The charbroiled oysters. Never even heard of that in my life. So good. In fact, that first place that we went, that was the best. Yeah. I did a little study the whole weekend <laughs> we were there. <laughs> I tried like five or six. It was yeah. so good. So we have we have dinner with them, and the main event for the evening was the parade. Mm-hmm. So the theme was dress to impress. Originally, it was going to be a superhero themed costume night. And they went, wait a second, we're going to march down Bourbon Street mm-hmm. looking like yahoos yeah. or we should represent ourselves a little better and just dress nicely. And so um, started at Bourbon and Canal Street and just kind of walked three quarters of the way down Bourbon Street as a group representing swingers, yeah. which was a little strange because didn't we see video of ourselves? Oh my gosh, there was people. So Facebook? here's how that played out. So there's people lining the streets with their phones, taking videos. And I think we all kind of turned and looked at each other like, um, we are on so many people's Facebook feeds right now. <laughs> like, I mean, we're, we're out there. It's like, hello, here we are. And so when we got back the next day, I just went to Facebook and like did searched hashtag swinger parade or something like that and found like 10 people that had loaded videos and we found one that we were in. I was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) um, anyway, yeah. So we, we found, we were walking down this parade and we were like, you know what? We'd rather see the people in the parade than be seen. Yeah. Well, we're watching these people on the side of the street and I'm like, we're missing the show. Right. So we just hung out on the side and watched and, um, and the other thing about being there for the week is they gave us these purple lanyards mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, a tag on it. And that's kind of how you identified everyone throughout the week because you could be cruising down Bourbon Street and see these things everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you had to have them on to get back into the hotel. Yeah. So you, you had to wear it. Yeah. So this hotel was a complete takeover. Um, gosh, I don't even know how many rooms they filled up. But uh, yeah, literally at the door, you couldn't get into the hotel without it. Except for that first night. You notice the children? <laughs> there Somebody were kids. Said, I was going to say someone said there was families there. Yeah. So was it just the first night? So yeah, the weekend it was, it was? Yeah, I think it was just the first night. Maybe they had to weed out, you know, the, the regular stay. But mm-hmm. um, so anyways, yeah, there was these lanyards that kind of made you stand out all week. But so we do this parade. It goes to an end. And then there's apparently some bars that you could go into um, that the party uh, was just for us. And I think that was the night we had hurricanes, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think we grabbed some hurricanes. Yeah. That's the drink of New Orleans. It was a... Nah. Nah. Okay. Nah. So uh, I'm we... I'm not much of a like sweet drink person. I can have one, but if I'm going to drink hurricanes all night, I'm going to be in bed the next day. Well, that's not, not far thing. off from the no, reality that's true, anyways. But not from hangover anyway. <laughs> Moving on. So we uh, we go to this little dance party and and we're hanging out with the St. Louis couple, and uh, we run into our Dallas friends from that we ran into in the lobby, and they were there. And uh, this Dallas friend uh, or couple um, is the couple that one I borrowed his uh, car reference for. Oh yeah. Um, she is known as the facilitator of our Dallas parties and I think, to us to us. And, uh, I think, I think his reference was like the enforcer or something. <laughs> I, I think I've heard someone say, anyways, we, we had They're talked a lot about, of fun. Yeah. We had talked about them that we hadn't played with them and that was kind of on our to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so the six of us decided to leave and go back to the hotel, mm-hmm. actually to their room. Because they drove there <laughs> and decided to bring their full-on liberator couch. I mean, is that how you, chair? Chair. Chair. I don't know. So for those, uh, I'll, I'll post a link to this. So if you want to see what we're talking about, you can go to our show notes page on our website. But this thing, it looked kind of like a video gaming chair. <laughs> and uh, it was probably four or five feet long. It's huge. Yeah. And it's made for fucking, basically. So the six of us go back to their room where they have this. And why don't you talk about their shag bag? (laughs) The shag bag. I think somebody said something about a vibrator or something. It's funny because it was very nonchalant. Oh, you want to come pick one or something? You know, and they bust out this huge freaking bag, like a duffel bag. 
this bag was made for gun ammo. Yeah. So there was like all it's these... like a tactical bag. It was. It had all these slots for like ammo, but instead were just loaded with vibrators. Yeah. And dildos, glass dildos. I mean, you name it, it was in this bag. It was probably one of the coolest things I've seen. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. picked one? But there, but it's funny because we're sitting there like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. This is neat. And they're just sitting there like, okay, guys, yeah, pick one. Let's go. <laughs> well, I think... Business what- as usual. I think what the point was, mm-hmm. I think the talk was the strap-on is what kind of motivated us going back to their room. Okay. The the famous strap-on that we yeah, heard about from Sam there was talk and George. It. Remember? George was like, don't get on that dildo or that strap-on. No. We posted a picture from it in our first oh, yeah. few podcasts. Hmm. So anyways, uh, our friend, the facilitator, puts on this strap-on. Mm-hmm. And why don't you talk about that experience? Well, I don't remember any of the talk leading up to that. I just remember we were looking through the bag and mm-hmm. then she pulls it out. And I think our St. Louis friends were like, whoa, like kind of intrigued. And I was like, I've been curious. I think I even said, I've been wanting to check that off my list. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So she puts it on. With a condom on it. With a condom on it. And it was Safety a pretty first. good size, wasn't Safety it? Safety first. Yeah. 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 It was pretty big. Yeah. And then she railed me with it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. So what did you like about it? Because I mean. Just, you know, it's so funny. This kind of, this is kind of the same thing with the whole DP thing. Like it's more about the event than the feeling. Does that make sense? So not like the it's physical fun. sensation, yeah. but the. Yeah. I mean, it feels like sex. Okay. Yeah. It feels good. But to me, it's like, this is fun. This is hot. Like there's a girl fucking me right now. Like that. It's like a, a mind thing to me. Yeah. Okay, so... And I you, really like her. Yeah. So, so. So were you guys like making out while you're doing it or... Uh, maybe, maybe, hmm. maybe a little bit, but she's, I mean, she was... Oh, she was getting it to town, town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had like serious face. She was like getting it. Yeah. She was going so, pretty hard. Yeah. It was fun. So, so then you put she's it on. She's good. She's good. I mean, she's just, she's good at it. It's yeah. like she's always well, had a penis. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't her first rodeo. No, it's true. So then you put it on. Yeah. So why don't you talk about you putting it on? Well, um, so that's a, a a new perspective on what you guys have to do, I guess. <laughs> My hips got a little sore, but it was it was fun. So she she liked it. <laughs> what else do you want me to tell you? Okay, so you put this, you strap this thing on. Yeah. You look down, and you've got this like nine inch large. Was it that big? It was big. It was okay. at least that big. Okay, and it was pretty girthy yeah and so you are now missionary with her mm-hmm. i mean what what did that feel like well i didn't want to wreck the car so i was taking it kind of easy but she was like like guiding me you know mm-hmm. like she she wanted it so well i think i'm trying to bait you but i remember you talking about kind of the power trip you felt oh from it. yeah like just feeling like i was in charge yeah yeah and you were different. like you were kind of turned on by it, weren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's where all, all we're going to get from her. <laughs> um, so the St. Louis couple's there with us. And I don't even know how things played out. Um, but one of the things... Oh, okay, so I think there was... I don't know. Kissing and going down on different people. And it was kind of a six-way pup, puppy pile. Um, but I, one of the things of note, um, was I was having sex with Mrs. St. Louis and I'm on the bed and next thing I know, I have our Dallas female friend, uh, laying next to us. So I'm missionary. She's laying next to us. She's making, the two of them are making out, uh, the facilitator's making out with me. She's touching. She's now got a vibrator on her. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm basically playing with two women. What's A doing? <laughs> so I kind of t- turn over my shoulder and I look. And she is going down on Mr. St. Louis mm-hmm. while Mr. Dallas is doing her from behind. And <laughs> what's funny is... The realization of what this was didn't come to me until after we were kind of talking about the night. But I was like, do you realize we were both having threesomes without each other? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm with two women and you're with two guys. And like 
that was kind of like, oh, yeah, no kidding. Like, yeah. almost an afterthought, which, when you think about it, is really fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And yet, it kind of almost slipped by without us even noticing. So, um, feel free to jump in with any of your own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're telling you. Let me, story. hold on, let me, <laughs> let me interject here. Um, for those of you who claim that I do all the talking and A needs to talk more, I would love for her to talk more. It's just sometimes she just listens to me and I have to, if, if you hear, I'm trying to prod her to, to jump in. So it's not all my fault, people. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? They not don't. on that, but on the actual <laughs> sex. No. <laughs> Nothing about the fact that some somebody's doing you from behind while you're going down on another man and your husband's on the other side of the room. Yeah, nope. Didn't even cross my mind that that's what was going on <laughs> until the next day. Okay. So, um, I knew you were fine. Yeah, I was fine. So, uh, I- I'll tell my story and then you can share what you remember and experienced that night. How about that? So, from there, I'm playing with these two women and the facilitator is helping Miss St. Louis with a vibrator and she gets off. And I could tell Miss Dallas was pushing this along like she had her own intentions for me because <laughs> she's like okay my turn and um you know i've thrown another condom well she took me over to the liberator seat which i'd never been on and i get on it sit down and i think she kind of reversed cowgirl on top of me and this was not her first rodeo on this <laughs> either because you know for me I'm always a little nervous when a woman gets on top and goes hard and like, you know, almost like nearly pulling out before slamming back down. It just makes me a little nervous, <laughs> especially if I'm not she's gonna break it. full bore, which <laughs> I was probably about 80%, you know? So yeah, I'm a little nervous, but to her credit, she knew what she was doing. Like yeah. there was no, I was not in danger. Um, but it was, it was fun. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think we then moved away from that and, oh, that's right. So this couple is where I got the, the car story from or the car analogy. Well, we get on the bed, I think with you guys mm-hmm. and she gets on all fours and I'm standing on the side of the bed. And to this point, this woman has taken everything I've got to offer and then some with no issues, right? So I get behind her and I slide in there and maybe the third stroke I give it maybe too much and she lets out a yelp mm-hmm. and I'm thinking oh no I broke the car <laughs> like, you wrecked the fucking car I wrecked the fucking car and here's the one that claimed you know mm-hmm. but it was just apparently a bad angle or something yeah. there was no the car was not wrecked mm-hmm. but of course I was concerned about it <laughs> mm-hmm. so anyways um so that was what I was doing um a's getting choked up um Mm. what were you doing while i was doing all this um i think i was doing mr dallas yeah because i think the st louis couple was on like together yeah when i was done with her yeah i think they joined forces yeah and so then we were on the other bed while you guys were on the liberator and then you came over there with us so after, uh, I'm not really sure how things uh, ended with the four of us on that bed, but we kind of, we switched back to... I know how it ended. Um, he was getting like hot and thirsty. And so remember, he went to the bathroom. And so the, those the three of us on the bed for a minute. Okay. And then... Okay. And then we finished together. Okay. So we then go on the other bed and went back to our own partners and... What's funny about them and a couple other Dallas folks, they they play this game of, like, who can come first. Well, it's like a production, I think. <laughs> the end. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's definitely like, like a money, porn shoot. They like the money shot. Yeah. So he's kind of baiting me like, come on, let's, 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 let's end it right here. Who's going to, who's going to. At least they were talking about like coming on our tits and not our faces. Cause that's what happened last time. And I was kind of afraid of that. Like the first time we met them and there was. You can just back, you can say, I'm not into that. And you can get. Well, I did. Do you not remember? I was like, I, I don't. Yeah. I was kind of hoping she was up for it. Oh, geez. (laughs) 
<laughs> she was last time. I was thinking. I think she, she even said she didn't want because she didn't want it in her hair. Because okay. that's the point I made. I was like, I don't want it in my hair. She's like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, anyways, we uh, we're now with her own partners, and uh, I think the St. Louis couple are now spectating. So, like, kind of pressures on, like, well, they to left. finish. Not before we were done. Oh, okay. So, it, it, again, it was like a race to the finish, which I already have a challenge in these situations kind of focusing. And now, like, I feel like, I don't know, added uh, distractions. But I, it was funny. I Finally, I get to the point um, where I'm going to, you know, pull out. And the, the whole point was to come on the girl's boobs. And I'm get I'm getting there. I'm, I'm I'm ready to go. And as soon as I'm about to pull out, I hear T. You lost. I beat you. And of course, this is like what I'm hearing as I'm about to to come, which was was humorous, but <laughs> distracting. <laughs> distracting. So, anyways, it was fun. Uh, we wrapped up after that, and uh, that was our our first night in Naughty New Orleans. So it was uh, it was a fun way to get the the week started. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know that was going to kind of be the <laughs> apex of our sex. Well, I shouldn't say that. It was kind of the wildest, craziest night yeah. of sexual adventures. So the next morning we get up and we go to the Joneses session. At, I don't know. I think it was at noon or so. And they were doing a talk on um, boundaries and limitations. Boundaries and... I just remember Boundaries. And uh, rules, rules and boundaries. That's what it was. And uh, it was basically a, a packed room. They had a great turnout. Um, we ended up sitting in the front row. And, you know, we were curious to kind of, I know for me, I was curious to hear what they had to say and how they kind of did their thing. And, and also to go and kind of support, because I was thinking if I was up there doing this, I would want people to participate when asked and I would hope, you know, our friends would show up to help kind of facilitate things. So that's what I was thinking when I was going, but they really didn't even need our support. Although I think right off the bat, they were like, and, you know, the curious couple was here and and he kind of probably used us a little bit because I think in the beginning he had made reference to, I think, asking us something. So, but the the room was packed and they did great and the discussion was, was, was good. It was a good topic. Um, basically saying, you know, we all have these hard and fast rules and we have certain boundaries that we can push and that are a little bit more flexible. And, um, they seem like, I don't know what he does for a living, but he appears to be very well-spoken in front of a crowd. And yeah, they, uh, really good at that. Yeah, it was good. And people were chiming in with their own stories about breaking rules and he was keeping people engaged by asking questions and stuff. So yeah, it was good. and there was a, a bit of humor to it. And, you know, I think it, it wasn't super formal, like where people felt like they could share and open up and um, and joke around. That, that was the first, well, we only went to two all weekend. <laughs> but that was the first seminar we'd been to, and it was much different than I had in my mind. So hmm. it was really good. I wonder, I'm curious what you thought it was going to be. I, exactly what I said, a, a group full of people sitting there like pupils and somebody right. up like at a blackboard, you know, like teaching. And it wasn't like that at all. I mean, even later in the day, we went to Mike and Holly's um, from Playboy Radio. And I'm thinking that this is what they do for a living. And it wasn't any different than the Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just very informal and people having a conversation. And it was it was good. It was fun. Um the one difference I would say between the two is Mrs. Jones talked more than Holly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's really good too. I, I didn't mean to leave her out. Um, she's very well-spoken. Um, I do know what she does for a living and she's probably <laughs> used to talking to a crowd of people. Um, but yeah, just their interaction, the way they are between each other and the way they communicate to the, to the group was, yeah, was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And it, um, and the reason we were kind of talking about our, thoughts on it is it inspired me to want to share with others like we do here in this forum but you know it didn't spook me to be in front of people to to share that because I found myself volunteering talking in both of those sessions where I was like you know what I think if we were going to go to naughty New Orleans again that would be something I would be potentially interested in 
Um, I don't know if A's on board for that or not. Yeah, I'd probably be more like Holly. Just I'll chime in when you need me. Right. So <laughs> anyways, moving along. Um, Jones did great. Mike and Holly, it was really good. Both occasions, it was like standing room only, probably 60 people or so or more, um, which was cool. It was neat. I, in hindsight, we both talked and said we wish we would have gone to more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we really, I mean, they were all the time, and we only went to two, and I think yeah. that's shame on us a little bit, but we had a couple of reasons why. Um, one was new to New Orleans and sightseeing. Yeah, I was enjoying just kind of taking it all in and walking down Bourbon Street. Hanging out with friends. Hanging out with our friends that we hadn't seen. And we're, and I, get, yeah, we're I getting st- to it. I started to feel bad. <laughs> so, um, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Okay, so in our notes here, I got us walking Bourbon Street later in the day uh, to kind of check it out um, in the daytime, which you hadn't really seen before. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. It, and that, again, not at all what I expected. I don't know. I just thought it would be like this big... I knew the nighttime stuff, like it's a big party and there's bars, but I didn't realize it's all day, every day. Bourbon I mean, Street in general? Yeah, or this? yeah, Bourbon Street. I mean, there's people in the bars all day long. That was kind of surprising to me, which I know 1,800 people were there for the same reason we were. So that that added a, probably a few people um, to the normal. Yeah, but, but think about Mardi Gras. There's more people there than what we brought on. Well, I was expecting, like, I just thought Mardi Gras was the only time it was like that. Mm. I didn't realize this place was like that all the time. And it really was. I mean, it was party, like, I don't, I don't want to go to Mardi Gras if it's any worse than that. Because it was pretty, it was pretty crazy at night. It was, it's much crazier Like, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there, like, on a, some girlfriends and I were talking about how fun that would be to take a girls trip there. But I don't know that I would want to be on that street after 11 o'clock with girls. (laughs) So, uh, it's we, a little scary. we went there to, or we went out to lunch that day to a, I think it was Acme mm-hmm. uh, something it was like this popular oyster bar that there's a line around the corner pretty mm-hmm. much every time we'd walk by there. So of course we were like, we want to know what's in there. Yeah. So we went there with our St. Louis friends and we met a local couple, um, mm-hmm. that was part of the naughty in New Orleans. Um, I, th- I think they met our St. Louis friends Mm -hmm. and then they introduced us. Yeah. Really cool folks. Turns out they're friends with the Joneses too. Mm -hmm. Um, and we went out to eat and you know, again, great food, but there was a unique item on the menu that we had. Why don't you tell them about it? The oyster shooters. Yeah. I think I was the one that pointed it out. Like I'll try it if you'll try it. it. And so it was an oyster and cocktail sauce and vodka. Right? In a shot. Is that all? Yeah. Yeah. Not my favorite, but when in Rome. (laughs) I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. Well, I don't think I did it right. I didn't chew it. You swallowed it whole? Yeah. Oh, shit. But it was too much cocktail sauce. Like, if I could have gotten the oyster, maybe just a little bit of that, it would have been okay. But I was just like, oh, God, just the taste. It was too much cocktail sauce. I didn't taste the vodka because of the cocktail sauce. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Hmm. I didn't taste the vodka at all. It just tasted like a shot of cocktail sauce mm. and it like kind of burned going mm. down. But hey, we did it. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So that uh, evening, the theme w- was a superhero night. So A uh, did some prepping and got herself a cat girl sexy little mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I didn't dress up at all. <laughs> you, you never do. That's not true. I never dress up. Rarely. When did you dress up? I was in Halloween. my underwear <laughs> in a SWAT outfit okay. at Desire. Yeah. I dressed up at Desire. I yeah. wore neon. I'm not above dressing up. Mm-hmm. But I just I just dress nicely. I, yeah. I brought the superhero with me. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Superhero night, which was a party... In one of the ballrooms mm-hmm. uh, in the hotel, which there was a couple dance floors, buy drinks there. Um, like Before we get into that, let's mention we got a tour of the playrooms, which I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we never went back up there. But you had to... So, I don't even know what time they opened, but it was just the weekend nights. It wasn't even open that first night we were there, I don't the think. The first night. Yeah. 
but you had, you couldn't wear your street clothes up there. So you basically had to be, you could wear a robe, right? Or a towel. Yeah, or lingerie or underwear. Yeah. You had to be scantily clad, basically. Yeah. I don't know why. That's a turnoff for me. Well, think about it. If we're in the throes of an evening, we've partied, yeah. we're, we meet somebody, yeah. or we're with people, what, what's the difference? It's just a matter of you're getting to that anyways. Yeah, I guess. I, we just, you're not into starting the night that right. way. Right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we got a tour of it, which was multiple rooms of basically like, Colette, in a sense, where Mm -hmm. certain rooms had curtains, others had... Just a big, giant bed. Yeah, big orgy bed. Uh, And then there was the chocolate room. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We didn't tour. But I was like, ooh, chocolate. And the guy was like, not that kind of chocolate. (laughs) Oh. So I'm still curious about it, though. Like, How curious are you? Well, I'm curious, like... Where does the chocolate come from? Is it hired chocolate? Or is it volunteers? Are I'm these sure they're volunteers? Are these couples that are there? I just want to know how that works. I'm guessing it's single men. Okay. That aren't part of the convention? That are invited for that purpose would be my guess. Well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> or will we? <laughs> you seem curious. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. So uh, we did see a piece of chocolate at one of the bars that I was remember. I was like, oh, he's cute. Chocolate's not always my thing, but it could be. Not always your thing. I've never known it to be your thing. Yeah. I'm just saying. She did say that to me. She's like, you know, I'm not into this, but I could be into that. Yeah. Never say never is all I'm saying. That's true. We do have that, that <laughs> way about us. So <clears throat> that night, that party... Um, I don't, we might've done a little bit of dancing, but really the thing that stood out about uh, that night was we basically in the lobby area outside of the, the, the banquet hall, we got together with basically the cup, the podcasters. Well, here's what happened. We got, so when you bought your package, you got a free night at Colette and it had to be the first two nights. Well, we didn't go the first night. And so we were like, we have to go check out Colette cause this is the only night we can do it. We tried like five times to leave and we never did <laughs> because we kept running into people. Mm-hmm. So we run into um, people in the lobby, which is essentially the swinging down unders, mm-hmm. the Aussie swingers. Half of the Aussie swingers. I so rarely saw the two of them in the same place. <laughs> well, the one time I remember seeing them both, he was off with a girl <laughs> like six feet away just going to town in yeah. the lobby. And, and with that big shitting grin on his face too. <laughs> they're a lot of fun but like even at the seminars and stuff she'd be there and we're like where's al (laughs) he was struggling with uh jet lag that's what was going on yeah yeah yeah. he was napping yeah so we are in the lobby and uh we should mention also our um i guess recently converted mormon friends what we don't know that for a fact did they tell you that i thought that was a fact well, it might be, but we got it like third person. We never talked That's to true. them about that. Uh, it's true. Anyways, there's a couple there. Um, their Twitter handle is swapping in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. They've only been yeah. at it for a year. And I swear they were like the all stars of the, the yeah. week. They were, well, they were really friendly and they were like making friends with everybody. So when someone tells us that they were Mormons, we held on to that because we thought oh, that was really sure. funny. <laughs> Like what? That's Them? amazing. Um, yeah, they were they were super cool. Um, both of them, uh, attractive mid thirties couple, I assume, or um, maybe early thirties. And then, anyways, we just started talking in the lobby on our way out to go to Colette, and never ended up leaving just because we had so much fun mm-hmm. in this gr- group of people just chatting away. And when uh, we got a chance to talk to C and D yeah. from Swinging Down Under. And mostly D. I think yeah. C, um, the female part, uh, was kind of wandering around more. But uh, D, uh, the male counterpart, uh, we ended up chatting with for, I don't know, felt like 30, 45 minutes or so. And uh, super fun guy. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, the only problem was that night I couldn't look him in the eye. Because he had these creepy contacts in. I don't even know what his superhero was. I don't think I even 
got to that. It was just what is going on here. He had those like I don't even know what they were. Yeah, they were just creepy. Just creepy eyes. contacts where you could were were they the white ones where you could just see his pupil something, something like that. Anyway, but other than that, yeah, we we enjoyed. I really it. enjoyed talking to In him. In fact, I made the comment afterwards. I was like, he was giggling you out of your panties, He's weren't you? So funny yes it it probably could have worked yet what's funny is we heard on their podcast a review their review of not in new orleans talking about how he was struggling not having any game and you know was um if he only knew if he only knew (laughs) he only knew the conversations that we were having he was he was he was hitting the right nerves he was yeah he was he was definitely he had my attention yeah so uh he was a lot of fun she was a lot of fun um, got a chance more to talk with Ellie from the Aussie Swingers, and she's super cool. Oh my gosh, she's so cool. Um, a little side note, um, after this week, or we realized during this week, uh, talking to the Aussie Swingers and talking to the Joneses, we plan to collaborate on some level um, that we will include listeners, and uh, it's exciting and something maybe stepping outside of uh, our comfort zone a little bit and trying some new stuff. But uh, hopefully you guys will be hearing about that. I don't know how soon, but uh, we're excited about doing anything with those four. uh, Any excuse to get back together with them. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I felt uh, like I was like starstruck the whole weekend, like just super nerding out. Like, well, and it's so interesting to actually see them and get to know them after just hearing them. You know them so (laughs) intimately. Like when does that ever happen? Well, our listeners are having that experience. Yeah. But it's just such a weird little world that we have. I guess it was, it it was a chance for us to have that experience that the listeners are having with us where we know about them and feel like we're friends and yet we're just meeting. But it goes both ways. Yeah, that's true. You know, like when we sat down with the Joneses, it's like, I'm not just meeting you. I know, I know what makes you come like, (laughs) you know, I know how you like it. I know you better than I know my best friend, you know? True. It's just a weird thing. It's cool. So that night we had a blast and ultimately we just called it a night. We just, uh, the two of us went, or anyways, the two of us ended up going in and not playing. I think that was the night we went to check out the pool. So there was this pool at the hotel on one of the floors where we keep hearing these stories of craziness and nakedness and we're like but that being said we've seen some of the naked people hanging out at the elevator drunk at what two three in the morning mm-hmm. and we're like "Ooh, is it a lot of that because <laughs> it's not what we're looking no for. but it might be entertaining yeah. um so we went over there with the st louis couple just to kind of check it out and it was pretty much what i had in my mind it was a tiny pool with more bodies than water mm-hmm. A I lot feel like of, there was somebody else with us too. A lot of nakedness. Um, was it the local couple? Yeah, because we, yeah. Cause, yeah, there was somebody else there because that made me feel better leaving them because I felt, I. So we I got hate up to be there. the Debbie Downer, but this is where I. This was the beginning of my fall. Yeah. So A started not feeling well. Yeah. And so we called in a night, and uh, the next day we wake up and. Uh, A is not feeling well. It was what uh, in your throat. My throat was hurting so bad and I just felt like tired and I knew it was more than I had been drinking tired. It was like, I'm not feeling well tired, but Mm -hmm. here we are. We've spent this money and a lot. I mean, I think I finally was just being honest with you, but for the longest time, I'm like, I don't want to ruin your trip. So I'm going to try really hard to rally. Mm -hmm. And when I at some point, I think it was this day that I kind of got the impression from you that I'm fine. I just want to spend time with you. I think it was that night. Cause I was like, I'm going to rally. And when you said that, I was like, okay, good. Let's go back to the room. Yeah. Cause you said something to the effect of, I just want to be with you. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Can we go back to the room? So uh, we did have sex with each other that night. Did See? we? Yeah. Okay. We weren't, we were talking about it before this and we were wondering if we even had <laughs> if sex. We ever had sex. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was an interesting perspective, um, and this is kind of my take throughout the entire weekend or week. Um, you know, we've had these crazy trips of highs. The Vegas trip was a high. We got married, and yeah, we had we met some new people, the St. Louis couple. We saw our friends from California, mm-hmm. um, which was an amazing experience. We did Desire, which was unbelievable. Yeah. And so it was one after another, and then we're here, 
And typically when we go on these trips, it's like there's so much anticipation leading mm-hmm. to it or there's a drought leading to it of mm-hmm. our fun. And so we're blowing it out when we get there and we yeah. can't wait to do these wild and crazy things. And that just wasn't the case on this experience. Well, I feel like our motivation was different. At least mine was. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to meet these people. And I, th- I think I even said maybe on our last podcast, like, I just want to go hang out with my friends all weekend and I would be fine. I was already thinking I would be fine if we didn't even have sex. Yeah. Meaning just, me and you? Well, <laughs> with other people because I just wanted to go right. hang out in New Orleans and meet our and, friends. And it kind of ended up being that. <laughs> well, and that's kind of how I was feeling. I wasn't super amped up to be wild and crazy. And, yeah. and I don't know what it was, but I, I was... Just I mean, really content with it being me and you. We turned down a porn oh God, we turned, orgy. We turned down a couple we that turned we down have coming. Lots of orgies. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, with some really attractive people. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So let's talk about, we're almost at the hour point. So maybe Jeez. we'll we'll cut it after this and then... We'll do part two in the following podcast and talk about some of our missed orgies. Um, So this is Friday morning. And part of why we did this was because we were invited as part of a podcasters group. And what we were doing is we were on a QA and a panel for podcasters. And a little backstory is they've done this in last year. And they had, I don't know, four or five podcast podcasters up there. And I guess the turnout was three couples yeah, they had the previous more, year. They had more podcasters than they had people yeah. in the crowd. And, they, and the podcasters said it was kind of a bummer, but they really enjoyed. They had fun with each other. With each other. Um, this year. So that's what we were expecting. Yeah, we weren't expecting week. a lot. And, and it was and Friday morning. Friday morning at 10 a.m. So they kind of set it up to fail. Yeah. It was more like an afterthought, like, oh, if you're alive, you can come check mm-hmm. out the podcasters. Well, it was nearly a full house. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not that good with numbers, but I would guess probably 50 people in the room. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, which was more kind than of four. Yeah, it was flattering. We were up there with the average swingers. Um, then it was the Aussie swingers. Um, Swinging Down Under got out of it. I'm not sure how, but they were sitting on the front row. They might not have been formally invited, like through the, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. The Jones tried to get them to come up there and they were like, no. So the Joneses were up there and that couple next door. Mm -hmm. And so we were sitting up front and basically just people would ask questions. And that's when we met them, wasn't it? That couple next door. Yeah, we hadn't it was. met them. It was. If you haven't listened to them, you should. They're really funny. Yeah. um, We've had some back and forth on Twitter. Um, they uh, reached out to us when they were thinking about doing a podcast mm-hmm. and I gave them some information about how to get started and what to do. And and they, in their first couple podcasts, gave us some credit for being part of their their journey. And, and honestly, they're hilarious. They're- well, they... They are so, they're more honest, I feel like, than, than I would be. She's had a couple of misfires <laughs> that I would have never shared. We would and, never would have admit, admitted. Yeah. But it's it's a good listen. Well, you and listen. I hope they don't change, but I feel like part of what makes them great <laughs> is their carefree storytelling. Yeah, like, like, they're they not worried about to stepping on toes. Them, <laughs> and, and they don't care to embarrass themselves, yeah. which is great, because some of this shit that we go through is embarrassing. Right. So they're up there with us. Um, the the questions and answers, it was really neat. I, I mean, there were people. I I don't know. This is it sounds a little hokey, but this is part of why I love to do what we do mm-hmm. because people are so I guess invested in us, mm-hmm. not just us, but the others up there. Um, and you know, just an example and. It, Maybe it's stroking my ego a little bit, but it just, <laughs> it, it more speaks to the fact of how much people enjoy what we do. But someone asks a question and I can't see the person because there's someone big in front of them. And I, it may have been a general question. I don't think it was specifically for us, but I responded and, you know, I, I give my answer and the guy kind of twerks his head around. He goes, I had no idea who was answering that question, but when I heard his voice, I knew it was T from The Curious <laughs> Couple. And I was like, wow, you know, what? I, that's so 
crazy that someone recognizes my voice yeah. that much and you know cares to hear what I have to say. Yeah, that's pretty fun. But um, but yeah, it was really neat. Just I, I one of the main takeaways I took from that is that people, a lot of people, a lot of our listeners or listeners of these podcasts, listen to be part of a community because mm-hmm. they feel like where they're at, there isn't a community for this, and so it's their way of tapping into that community feeling, mm-hmm. which we love the, the lifestyle community. So the fact, I mean, that wasn't even on my radar of part of what we do, what we do, and it just makes me feel better about what we do because. Mm-hmm. It's expanding this community feeling to those who can't reach out and touch it like we can. Mm-hmm. So that was really neat. Um, and again, flattering just that there was that many people that showed up to listen to all of us and not just me and you, but I mean, we were up there with great podcasters. Yeah, I people mean, that we admire. So I guess the Joneses and the Average Swingers were the only two podcasters that were there from the previous year. So the Aussies, us, and that couple next door were um, the newbies, I guess, to this. And I don't know, it just made me think, if we got that kind of turnout at 10 a.m. on a Friday, Mm -hmm. what would happen if it was more of a prime time? Like, you know, and not to say we need bigger crowds, but maybe bigger discussions, better discussions, or I don't know. I just, so part of that too was my thinking of maybe we should, get together with other podcasters and do our own thing. Um, since, you know, we're reaching a lot of people and people seem to respond well to wanting to do things with us. So, mm-hmm. so anyways, um, there's that. Any, any other take on your experience? I know you didn't really talk a lot, but. I did some. Yeah. You had some specific questions asked to you. Yeah. Do you remember what they're about? Not exactly. No. <laughs> do you that was deep <laughs> do you remember what was asked of you no i sorry i was just it was going through my head listening to the joneses take on their weekend and the flattery of mrs jones claiming she got to sit next to me at that oh, yeah. and i don't know i was just i was having a moment <laughs> oh good for you <laughs> um no the only thing i remember talking about is like how we deal with um, or how we dealt with some negative feedback, but that's not even, I mean, we get more, more good stuff than yeah, bad, but somebody was asking about it. Yeah. And it's not even worth mentioning on the podcast yeah, because no. we get so much love for what we're doing. And what's funny is even it came up in that Q and a, and we get emails occasionally encouraging us to keep going. Mm-hmm. And like people are afraid we're going to drop off the face of the earth or we're going to stop doing it. And, uh, I'm not sure why people are concerned about that. Because there's a lot of podcasts that people started listening to that just stop. Yeah. So one of the things that was mentioned was, and we will make this promise to you, if we stop, we will let you know why we stop. (laughs) Because there's people that just stop and there's nothing. And we will at least put out a podcast saying, hey guys, here's a story. Peace out. (laughs) We wouldn't do that. We've talked through some pretty difficult shit why would we leave without explaining ourselves well, i'm thinking of the the thing we came across that was yeah. had us questioning it and yeah. that could happen where phew, there's nothing but if, the, if that's the case we won't we won't go out we won't turn off the lights without anyone knowing why yeah. <laughs> in fact if that was asked of us well how long do we see ourselves doing this and i told them i don't see us stopping doing this yeah. why would we well, it's kind of, it's just like the lifestyle stuff. There's been times where I quit the lifestyle, but that's just temporary. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to take a step back and we do the same thing with the podcast. There's been times where I wanted to quit doing it and we just take a couple months and mm-hmm. it's a different. Well, and sometimes our life changes yeah. and we become and that's parents to, you know, it consumes our lives yeah. and things are um, going to happen. We're going to have life stuff that comes up and there's going to be ups and downs and Mm -hmm. it's probably Um, why we don't commit to one certain day a month (laughs) yeah we we tried we tried doing it once a week and uh that became yeah that was too much well and then we we would like to commit to once a month but we aren't frequently freaks yeah (laughs) so um but you know that may change uh we may change the format of what we're doing a little bit um as 
things continue to grow, we may um, take on a sponsor that may require us to do it a certain amount of times. So um, we'll see. This podcasting thing is growing so much. Um, you know, the listener, I mean, we, we keep getting more and more listeners. We're getting close to 500,000 downloads. So, I mean, we never believed that many people would listen to what we had to say. So who knows where we're going, but we're not stopping anytime soon. That's for sure. So we're going to stop here. Uh, this will be part one and part two will come out next month. Um, so, uh, does that mean we have three more weeks before we have to record it? <laughs> no, we're going to sit down and still do this <laughs> since we're an hour and five minutes into this one. Uh, Otherwise right. we're looking at probably a two hour podcast. That's, that's no good. So thanks for tuning in and, uh, check out the next one. Thanks right. guys. Talk to you later. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Curious Couple Podcast. Go to our website, thecuriouscouple.com, for links to all of our podcast episodes, their show notes, lifestyle website promos, travel deals, and much more. You can find us on Twitter at thecuriouscpl, as well as email us at thecuriouscpl at gmail.com. Check out Swingers Date Club, otherwise known as sdc.com, and put in our promo code 25648 for your free month trial. To take advantage of this trial, you can also just click the links on our website or on the podcast notes. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We always appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thanks again.